Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Living Astrology with Janet Hickox. Grab your cup of coffee or your tea, sit back and let's chat about what is happening in the stars above for not only today, but also for the weekend. And as I told you at the beginning of the week, this is really a quiet week and there isn't going to be any big hurrahs or anything big going on this weekend, hopefully, but it seems like to me and maybe also to you all, that things are happening even without having these major sorts of transits that are occurring. It's almost like the dust is settling, uh, you know, that things are moving, but sort of unseen, kind of in the behind the scenes, if you will, or uh, in, in the unconsciousness or something like that. It just feels to me like there should be all kinds of signatures of things happening, uh, but what's really happening is more on the inner planes, as we are maybe shifting in response to all of the major transits that had happened, and the ones that have yet to happen, the big ones, for example, Jupiter and Saturn coming together, um, in uh, the and the new moon lunar eclipse coming up this next week, and so there are in a week, a week from this Monday, so lots of different things, I think, that uh, that are happening. We're in the space in between. And so we may be feeling a little bit fatigued and exhausted uh, or unclear or unsure of ourselves. And I can tell you that I felt every one of those emotions, every one of those feelings over the last couple of days. And all of my muscles in my back and my neck are all reacting to that. It's amazing to see what the body is doing. Uh, when you're also struggling with something on the internal planes. So let's talk about what's going on this weekend. Like I said, there isn't a ton, uh, but enough that I, I needed to come on air here and talk to you all about it. Let me just say a quick good morning, make sure I'm in the right place today. It looks like I'm in the right place today. There's always that. Uh, good morning, Tom and JLo and Alisa and Mimi and Kathleen Mallory and, and Ursula, good morning, and Amanda J, good morning to you as well. And I'm sure there are others checking in here. Kathleen, my back has me in the corner. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, well, you know, partly my back started to hurt last weekend when I was moving my daughter back into her house. And uh, I, I don't know, I just felt like superwoman, like I could lift things up and I actually did. Uh, but for the next couple of days, my, my muscles were a little bit screamy at me. So I should remember not to, you know, run the marathon if I've only ever run a mile kind of thing. So there's that. Uh, but then my neck started in. And uh, so anyway, but it's better today. So everything's getting better. I just feel like there's just a lot of things that we've been grappling with in the outer world that are now having to find their integration point within us. And that is definitely been my experience here, at least for the past couple of weeks, especially this week though, uh, which tells, which brings me to a new point. So as much as I love being here every morning with all of you, it isn't something that is sustainable for me at this point in time. I have a lot of other things to finish up and I'm finding that I'm not getting to them. So for today, I'm here and then next week, I'm going to be on air on Monday, and then I will be on air on Friday. Friday, because Pia and Colin are going to be joining us Mondays and Fridays, so that Monday I can lead you through what's going on for the week, 
and then Friday so I can give you the heads up for the weekend. And I believe I will keep that schedule through the end of the year and then we'll see what happens when we get into January. So I just wanted to give you a heads up. Uh, I will still keep in contact with you via Facebook or via the uh, posts or graphics that uh, I might be able to get out there. But there's just so many things that are kind of claws in me right now that I have to complete. And I'm feeling very stretched to be able to do all of that, at least with any kind of quality. So today and then next Monday, which will be the 7th and then on the 11th, and then anything that might come up in the midweek, I will let you know via writing or through posts on Facebook or Twitter, one of those things, right? One of those social medias. <laughs> uh, okay, so that announcement's out of the way. Uh, the next announcement is that yesterday I did post up the uh, beginning of the uh, astrology for 2021. So you can now uh, purchase your ticket if you are in the membership, please do not purchase your ticket. It's part of the membership. So don't, I, I don't want to have to try to refund people's money at the same time uh, that I'm trying to do all these other things. So if you are in the membership right now, do not purchase a ticket. Do not follow that link. I posted the link up for all of you in the uh, private Facebook group yesterday. If you are someone who would like to purchase a ticket, you can go to my website. It's the very first thing that pops up on the website, www.living-astrology.com. Don't forget the hyphen, or you'll be on somebody else's website. You can purchase your ticket there, or you can choose to join the membership. And if you choose to join the membership, not only do you get the uh, Astrology for 2021 webinar, but we do monthly webinars and starting in January, we'll go back to our human design courses that we're teaching uh, uh, weekly. And as well, we do a monthly forum where you can bring your chart with all of your questions, or at least one question per person, depending on how many people are in forum that day. And uh, so there's a lot of benefit for only $13 a month, or you can buy a one-year membership for $144. That way you gain an entrance or to the recording of the broadcast for Astrology of 2021, or you could purchase your ticket for $25 either way. Um, for the next question that I've been already encountering, yes, it is going to be recorded. And so no, if you cannot uh, attend it live, you, do, you won't miss out. You will still receive the recorded uh, broadcast and as well the slides. And I usually break it down in slides and audio and video so you can have access to all three. Okay, any other announcements? You'll notice Asa hasn't been with us the last couple of days. She is training for an, a job that she'll be doing at home. And uh, so she hasn't been able to be with us. Uh, she just texted me this morning and said that today's her last day of training and she'll be back with us as we go into next week, at least on Mondays and on Fridays. Okay, anything else that I need to say about anything like that? Don't forget Friday next week, Pia and Colin will be with us. And that's your opportunity to ask more questions about the Pleiadian Earth calendar or the astrology and how that works, especially now that each of you know your own signs, you might have questions about how that plays out in the grander scheme of things. Um, so 
All right, today, Friday, moon is in Leo. It moved into Leo very early this morning. And that means the first transit of the day is already done and over with, hallelujah. Because as the moon was finishing her, hit her transit through Cancer, she came into an opposition with the planet Saturn. And likely that brought us in, that could have brought us if it was daylight and we were all busy into a more serious sort of uh, mood and maybe even uh, pulled our emotional heartstrings in, in different directions. But that happened before the moon moved into Leo. And now we are almost done with that transit. It's winding down. And what's winding up then is a, a trine by the moon to Mercury and in Mercury is in Sagittarius now remember so there's fire energy there's passion energy the moon in Leo is also in fire so a trine is giving us the ease and flow of uh, energies between the two planets that makes today a very conversational sort of day where we want to share ideas and we can sort of tap in and see where other people are coming from and to feel what other people are feeling and to sense what other people are sensing and to sort of be able to have light bulbs that go on a little bit as you hear what other people are talking about. So being open to new ideas, letting your beliefs and your old patterns sort of sit on the side until you can um, integrate something new that might be coming in for you. Now on the heels of that is a square from the moon to Uranus and Taurus and Taurus and Leo both are fixed signs. Fixed signs have a tendency to be stubborn, to get caught up, to get kind of like their, their hooves dug in or their paws dug into the ground uh, and they stay the course. I mean, that gives them of course, loyalty and determination and the ability to stay the course even in the midst of uh, storms. But it can also bring on that stubbornness and that refusal to yield and so we have to be careful today with that energy uh, because that can also be Uranian rebellion, contrariness, right? Where I'm just gonna take the other side just because I wanna be contrary and also ego clashes. Great, I'm gonna have a two-year-old with me this evening and into tomorrow. So I'm ready, I'm ready Wyatt for your little two-year-old uh, ego clashes with your 60-year-old grandmother. <laughs> Uh, we're going to have some fun, but I can guarantee you that, uh, you know, I'll be witnessing some of those, uh, those stubborn rebellion ego clashes with that two-year-old. Uh, so Leo, let's talk about what Leo rules as far as the moon is concerned. It is all about love and romance, self-expression, and our creative or artistic sense. Uh, and how that shows up in the world isn't isn't really driven by what a public wants or uh, what other people uh, want from you, but more of what's coming up from within us and how do we want to share of our creativity. Leo is a sign where it, there's a lot of generosity, benevolence, magnanimity, giving and receiving. And uh, that is of course needing to be an even exchange so giving and receiving love in equal measure, giving and receiving of caring in an equal measure. Uh, it is a sign of pleasure and celebration of uh, sort of the party sign of the, of the uh, zodiac where it rules the fifth house. And the fifth house is the house where we find celebrations, where we find partying and where we find getting together or vacationing, that kind of thing. And it is also exactly where things might be a little squelched for all of us at this point in time. 
And so we may feel that pressure that I want to get away at Christmas. We are always gone over here. And now this year, Christmas is different. We can't do that. Or those kinds of feelings that build frustration. And then that frustration can kind of lead us into doing things that we know we shouldn't be doing, right? Rash decisions to try to relieve that stress and that pressure to try to get back to what it is that makes us feel good. So we're kind of in that, that space this year of having to merge through those kind of walking down the middle of what I really want to do and what's really prudent for me to do. And that can sometimes bring up a collision of uh, values, uh, uh, feelings of frustration, et cetera. So we're all in this one together. It's not like it's only you that has to experience that. It's literally everybody around us that is experiencing that. Do I do this? Do I hold my holiday parties or do I not? Do I wait till next year to take that vacation or do I not? Can I even travel? That's another one, right? Some states have it very clear that you can't travel there without being um, uh, quarantined for 14 days or 10 days, whatever the new thing is. So we're, we're merging through all of the, these kinds of energies that seem to tug us in different directions. And self-confidence is another energy that comes up with the moon in Leo self-confidence, or is it lack of confidence, right? We take actions on either end of that spectrum. Uh, determination and leadership, also Leo qualities. And as every sign has a negative, the negative expression of Leo energy can be arrogance, pride, narcissism, um, withholding love or withholding uh, gifts or withholding generosity. In the body, here's the funny part, it rules the spine, the back, the heart, inflammation in the body, and exhaustion. And I can tell you there's a couple of those things that definitely have been up even before the moon was in to Leo. So now we have the possibility that um, more of us are going to be experiencing in over the weekend. So I guess the best advice would be to not overdo right? Don't go too far, too fast. Do what you know you can do and uh, let the heavy work go for now. <laughs> um, and or remember that a part of the issue with the heart in human design, especially, is when we get into a position of pushing the river, where we're pushing to get things done, we're using, in this case, it would be that Leo uh, ability, determination and stubbornness and pushing energy and that might have a more negative effect on the heart. So the heart center in human design can have its own kind of anxiety. It can have its own kind of, of body issue and that happens to be heart problems, right? Whether it's palpitations or uh, uneven heartbeats or actual heart attacks or strokes, things like that um, can be brought on when we have taken on too much over too long and kept pushing without really stopping and resting. So there we have that, the Leo ideals uh, for Friday and Saturday. Uh, and what we have on Sunday is a void moon that will switch the energy into Virgo. So we'll talk more about that when we get into those two days. Now, also today in our Pleiadian calendar, we are up to 10 moving energy. Moving energy in the Mayan calendar was Chichan, which was the representation of the snake. And of course, there is uh, the energy of movement here. 
the 10 energy is about manifestation, manifesting movement, right? Now, the universal energy of the day is the 10. The 10 energy of manifestation is all about what is your mind focused on? Because whatever your mind is focused on is very powerfully and very quickly coming into focus, coming into uh, reality. So if you're looking out around the world and you don't like what you see, looking out of uh, specifically your own life, not the way outer world, your outer life, and you don't like what you see, bring it back in and take a look at what you've been focused on. How have you been focused? Where have you been focused? What are your thoughts on? Because that is very important here on a 10 day like today, because things are happening at lightning speed in terms of intention setting and manifesting what it is that you're focused on. If you're manifesting the good stuff and you're feeling, you know, good, even if there's, you know, this feeling of maybe exhaustion or fatigue running through, uh, if in general that you're focused on what comes next and what's possible and on being joyful, that's what you're creating more of. But if you're focused on that fatigue or on that exhaustion and, oh my God, how am I going to get out of bed this morning? That is what you're going to get more of. So being very careful there. Now, moving energy is transformational, but it is also, it's, it's transformational through contrast. So what do I mean by that? Well, often in, on a day like moving, what we see are conflicts and confrontations that come up to the surface, whether that's in our interactions with someone else or our interactions with, you know, seeing something going on in the world, or is it inner you know, confrontation and inner uh, conflict that we're experiencing. But there's a purpose to the inner conflict or the outer world conflict that we're engaged in, because this sign is also about discovering what else is possible. What more is there? What comes next? And there's uh, an exploring sort of, of feel that comes through this energy, uh, exploring our differences, exploring what is going on in different areas of our lives, what, again, more is possible. And the key to being successful on a day like today is staying out of the reactionary energies. So we want to stay with response, which means that we don't just knee jerk to something that someone says or to something that happens in the world or in our own lives even. We just hold that spot for a moment, breathing. Then we can respond by choosing to move into a new direction. So, uh, or if we choose to be reactive, which is still a choice, right? It's still you choosing. Then we continue the energy of competition and greed and aggression and uh, division and polarization and some of those more negative symptoms that we've been seeing in the world. Now, today overall has a very good energy feel to it in terms of healing the things that have been going on, especially with our minds and uh, with even the physical, uh, uh, emotional, mental uh, symptoms that we may be experiencing. Uh, Mercury, because Mercury is in a trine today with Chiron. Now Chiron, remember, is our wounded healer. He represents the pathway to healing our lives. And everybody has the wound and everybody has a pathway to heal that wound. But the wound doesn't like just disappear and go away. It sort of morphs into uh, our ability to tap in and help other people who are experiencing a similar wound to what we had. So 
we may then often feel like we're reliving almost the wounds that we have personally. When we have a trine from Chiron with a planet like Mercury, that means we can have healing conversations with ourselves or with others. You know, you could stand in the mirror and have that healing conversation with yourself. Um, but you can also have healing conversations with other people, family members, friends, or uh, other people where you've had um, maybe a conflict in the past. But the, the mainstay of this energy is that we're able to sort of have compassion for one another, to relate to one another's pain um, and to the challenges, right? Uh, the challenges that we're all facing, but perhaps in different ways as we go on here in time. We can be very sensitive in our speech right now and understanding in our approach to people and into interacting with others. So being very open and honest, but with a very sensitive sort of, of um, air around it. My worry here is that sometimes when Mercury's running through Sagittarius as he is right now, we can get into that sort of blunt conversation and while blunt is not bad, and I don't mean to characterize it as that, it can be hurtful to people's feelings. But today and in through the weekend, this energy will last for a few days, uh, we may have more healing kinds of conversations with people um, because we are able to relate better. Uh, this is also uh, a transit that helps us to bring up uh, or seeking and finding wisdom and being able to find meaning and solutions to maybe long-standing pr problems or things that in our life needed to find something different to, to be able to solve it. Uh, I feel like this is kind of a rolling up our sleeves kind of energy and uh, sort of digging into what is in our minds and our mindset so that we can heal that, that uh, energy of the mind. And yesterday in my um, human design class that I'm taking, we had an interesting conversation about defined centers. And uh, one of the things that somebody brought up, and I can't remember who this was, it might've been Karen, uh, we were talking about the defined head and Ajna. So if you have a defined head in Ajna, it's colored in yellow for the top center and green for the second center. Um, you might be able, you might have just the Ajna defined, but you never will have just the head defined, right? So if the head is defined, the Ajna is defined. And people who have those kinds of configurations in their charts tend to be more close-minded, close-minded, meaning not that that's a negative thing, that I think that connotes that, but they tend to have certainty. Let's go with that word. They have, they have certainty about their beliefs and they have certainty about what's happening or how things should be. And so even though the truth is that that's what they are broadcasting, the difficulty is it's harder for them to be able to move and flow with new ideas and inspiration as it pops into the planet. They almost get caught up in the um, old paradigm and wanting to stay backwards in time instead of moving forward in time. Or what, I mean, if their mindset is all about the future, then they might have problems of, with keeping uh, what's best from the past. Maybe they wanna throw everything over. So when we have a mercury focus like we do today and through the weekend pretty much, 
it's really good to look at what are the contents of your mind? What, what are your beliefs? What are your patterns? What are you stuck on? Where do you refuse to yield? Uh, where might you need to bring some more healing energy, some more open-mindedness into play? And just for a moment, setting, pretending, pretend, pretend that you don't have certainty. Pretend that you don't know everything. Pretend that you have an open mind. And what would you see? How would that change the way that you look at things? And that is something that's very possible during a weekend with Mercury in a trine to Chiron. All right, I forgot Asa isn't here with me. So I got to go back here and see about questions. How's everybody uh, thinking about what's going on? Uh, do you have anything you want to share? Any questions? JLo says the webinars are awesome. Thank you, JLo. I, that's so good to hear because I literally put in hours of work on each one of those webinars, whether it's a monthly one or whether it is uh, one of the human design courses that we are taking or that we're putting together. It's not an easy thing. I wish it was, <laughs> but I am a perfectionist. That's part of my little problem here. Um, Leslie Zuber, it's so good to see you. And Kathleen Mallory says hearts and JLo, ha. My Uranus is squaring my moon. So you're always kind of on alert, aren't you here? Uh, ready to rebel, ready to confront, uh, ready to um, dig in. But that is also the source of a lot of awakening energy for you and a lot of emotional juiciness, I would imagine, in your life. Good morning, Corey. And uh, JLo says, wow, I told my 15-year-old to try her lines for her Christmas play in the mirror yesterday. It's always a good thing to do that, right? Then you get to see what your face looks like when you're doing, when you're saying the lines, what have you. Uh, Valerie, Jocelyn, good morning to you. Uh, by the way, I absolutely am broadcasting to the correct place today. And uh, that is one of the things that has been so irritating to me is that I haven't even had the time to go in, get the videos from the old channel that I want to keep, bring them into the current channel, and then to to let go of that other channel. I have not had time and you, that may sound like something easy, but every video on that old channel doesn't just stay with the new one. Oh no, if you want it, you actually have to download it to your computer, then re-upload it to the new channel. And each time that it's gonna, you know, a 15 to 30 minute process. And I have probably 150 videos on that channel. So I have to decide if I want to just like let them all go and that's where I'm kind of going uh, or just pick and choose a few of them. So uh, I, I'm sorry that that has been an issue. It's when I get late in the morning when I'm like real close to the broadcast time and I forget to choose where I want to broadcast to and it freaking defaults to that old channel and I don't even know how to change that. Frustration. <gasps> Debbie Tibbetts Tumiel, good morning. Um, then let's see, Mimi, Janet, that makes sense regarding your schedule. It does to me too. I've just been hesitant to do that. I mean, I, 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 I grappled with this now for probably two or three months about reducing that schedule down because there are other things, um, that I could do on those mornings, like write, which I have been dying to do and just never seem to find the time to do. And then I get interrupted by having to process the videos and get, you know, things like that done. So it's, it's a big job. And literally I took the um, business approach this uh, yesterday to it. And what I did was I took the number of hours that I spend 
uh, with the income that is produced from it. And it turns out there's a huge deficit there. I am spending way more time and energy. Um, and as much as I love sharing all of this stuff with you guys, it means that I'm not spending my time on things that would be more supportive of the business. So, oh God, I even hate saying that. I wish money was never a part of our conversation ever. Um, and that I could just do whatever I wanted to do just because I wanted to do it um, and still be supported. Maybe that will happen because now I'm putting my focus on that. Ursula says, Astro fam, consider becoming a member. That it would be awesome. Uh, our membership is growing slowly, but I haven't really had time to focus there either. So a lot of good things might come with just another few hours a day that I can focus on some other things. Um, okay, Tom, there is not a lot of free time. And I, I, you know, that every time I see you say something like that, I just cringe inside. There isn't a lot of extra free time. That is the point of me scaling things back. All right. So now let's talk about Saturday. Saturday, we have the moon in Leo all day until we go into the void. So on the West Coast, we go into the void at 2.29 p.m. And we don't leave that void until 11.47 a.m. on Sunday. So we have a long void of course moon. And if we're gonna have a long void of course, let's do it on the weekend, right? Where we can get stuck in playing, having you know uh, friends over or conversations with them on Zoom, however you're playing that. And um, the, the actual last aspect before the moon goes into the void is a good one. It's a trine from the moon in Leo to the uh, Mars in Aries. We have, we have work and productivity that's possible, or we have the ability to make headway on things where we've been stuck before. So even though we have that long void, of course, where it's more wobbly moon, nothing big happening, if we're going to do it, let's do it on a Saturday where we don't have to feel like we have to get things done, right? We can just engage in the playfulness. Now, the moon is also in a trine on Saturday, and that is a good flow of energy too between the moon in Leo and the sun in Sagittarius. There may be you know, the ability to share new wisdom and insights. Social media may be very active over the weekend, uh, more playfully engaged, right? Now, there is a couple little blips on the screen for Saturday, and one of them is a very minor square. It's called a semi-square. It's 45 degree angle between the sun and Saturn. And this is happening in the morning. So it reminded me of someone who has a bad dream in the middle of the night and you wake up and you're just sort of, got, you've got that dream hangover, right? That, that uh, uh, it's like a bad dream hangover where you're just like, oh, I don't know. What was that all about? And you get that lower feeling. So the sun in that semi-square to Saturn, maybe a bit of seriousness early to the day, and then later in the day, Venus and Neptune move into a trine with one another. And that restores those better feelings of compassion and connection, unconditional love that can flow easily. Um, be careful of, of that trine in particular by, because we have a tendency to over glamorize things or um, to project sort of that glamor out onto other people. We idolize others. So make sure you're not projecting onto others. That might be the only negative thing that can happen with uh, Venus and a trine to Neptune. And try to spend the day tapping into this later in the day, tapping into the spiritual side of things, finding spiritual wisdom and contemplation, time for that kind of contemplation of beauty, of love, of compassion, 
and move into more of that higher spiritual um, energy, compassion, unconditional love, etc. So we have sort of the negative little blip in the morning, and then the neg the much better blip, longer blip in the afternoon, uh, and then the moon will change from the void on Sunday. So on Sunday we'll emerge into Virgo energy. And Virgo energy will give us more of the ability to get things done. So Saturday feels a little bit wandering, a little bit uh, moody, perhaps at least in the beginning. And then later in the day, we just maybe want to spend time doing what we love, right? Maybe it's art, maybe it's conversation, maybe it's study, um, maybe it's watching TV, no football games on on Saturday that I would want to watch. So I'll have to do that on Sunday. Um, now the, um, the energy of, for Pleiadians on the Pleiadian astrology energy on Saturday, dang it, is 11 transcending, transcending energy, of course, is where we come to grips with where we are and we use a bridge, if you will, through transcending to where we could be. And this is in the Mayan calendar represented by Kimi, which, uh, often was represented by the death mask. And um, that transcending energy is like having a rebirth, participating in a rebirth. So 11 transcending is where we are on Saturday. Now, Sunday's energy, when I looked at my Sunday, my Sunday form here, there's nothing there. Nothing, nothing at all, except for me personally, uh, no moon transits that are new nothing of uh, a nature that we have to really, you know, be concerned with on Sunday. So Sunday takes us though into that Virgo energy, which brings us into the routines and the ability to do work and to uh, get things done. Anything that's been sitting on the back burner, it's time to actually get it done and to be able to uh, think about your health and engage in healthy uh, activities uh, this is that season, right? You know, where all the cookies and the fudge and, <laughs> oh gosh, all that good stuff comes out and, uh, you know, making your routines important and also making your, uh, good, healthy choices for your body. Uh, it is also a day uh, when the moon begins to move into Virgo, where we come up toward looking at things in our environment that are toxic things that maybe we need to change in the environment in order to uh, be free of those kinds of toxins. And those toxins aren't necessarily foods or drinks that we are taking in. It can be people in our uh, atmosphere. It could be thoughts, especially thoughts during this particular weekend uh, and ideas or um, patterns that you are caught up in. All right, uh, there was something else I was going to say. Oh, Sunday uh, will bring us to 12 energy. So we're closing in on the end of uh, the, the Pleiadian uh, week, the spiral of consciousness. Sunday takes us into 12 remembering. Remembering energy is a much gentler energy. It is helping us to remember who we truly are, where we've come from, uh, who we who we as individuals are, but also we as humanity. It brings us the spirit of cooperation, generosity, humanity, community, and uh, with the energy of 12, 12 is understanding. So maybe some new insights helping us to understand our connection and how it is that we are meant to be together here 
on this little blue planet. That means we'll start Monday as an Ascension day, Ascension loving, right? 13 loving is on Monday. And next week we'll, uh, we'll talk about the entire week on Monday because I won't see you again until Friday after that. Um, but we're gonna go into something a, a little different on Monday because Pallas Athena, the uh, goddess, uh, the warrior goddess is moving into Aquarius. So she's been hanging with Jupiter, Pluto and Saturn right? Doing the conjunction thing along with them in Capricorn. So she moves in first to Aquarius before Jupiter and before Saturn does. So I thought that was interesting. And I want to take a look and see if we can't break that down uh, on Monday. All right. So uh, I have a little bit of time. So I'm going to draw a card for the collective for the weekend, two of them, one from Wisdom of the Oracle and the spirit animal deck. So let's do that real quickly. And this is for the collective for the weekend. Turtle. Oh, I love turtle. Turtle energy. So we have turtle spirit, slow and steady wins the race. That's great advice for me. 62 is the card number, which is an eight heart to heart, reflection of one another, and it came out upright. So let's take a look at what that means, shall we? There 62, this way. Okay. Turtle spirit arrives to remind you that when you do what you need to do, putting one foot in front of the other and trusting that you will see your intentions manifest in perfect timing, your prosperity and love will grow exponentially. Now is not the time to rush around trying to force things. Move slowly, perhaps even so slowly that it almost feels as if you are not moving at all. This may be a time to crawl before walking, taking your time to align to spirit, uh, turtle spirit's place as you contemplate this road you are on, doing what you need to do in this small moment that will soon pass. Turtle spirit reminds you that sometimes the best action is to slow right down. So if it feels that if you are not doing enough, know that simply being aware of what is happening right now may be an important step toward determining whether you need to pivot or simply keep putting one foot in front of the other. True love and true success comes with patience, says Turtle Spirit. Focus on the now and the next step will be clear. Good advice for everyone. I hear you. Okay, and... Let's do a Wisdom of the Oracle. Both of these decks, by the way, by Colette Baron-Reed and wonderful decks of cards to have on hand when you need advice, right? And every one of you is very capable of doing card readings for yourself and for others. You just have to allow. Ah, two cards. We have a story-ish thing coming up here. One is exchanging gifts, card 27, very Leo energy, I think. And it was upright, exchanging gifts. And then the other one is upside down and it's called higher power, higher power, card number four. And I know this is, it's hard to see. There's actually, there is actually a face right here in the card. It's just sort of nebulous, sort of Neptune-ish. And it was upside down. So let's see what these cards might mean. 27. 
Okay, 27, exchanging gifts. Funny, because that's the card I had in my mind when we started talking about the moon and Leo and generosity and all that. Uh, 27, exchanging gifts. The essential meaning is the law of giving and receiving. Currency, trade-offs, weighing costs, and determining value. The message, you're entering into a productive and enriching time when all manner of opportunities are being offered to you. You have everything you need to seize them, yet in order to honor them, you must put in the time, exchange your experience and skills, and commit heart and soul to what you're choosing to pursue. You can do it. You have what it takes to be successful if you align with the law of giving and receiving. You must engage in a dance of give and take, push and pull, doing and being. If you let fear guide your choices, you could deplete yourself or create an imbalance. This is not a time of just do, do, do. Use your currency wisely and be mindful of the value others bring to your life. And higher power, uh, upside down. So let's, that was card number four. Gotta go way back. And when a card is upside down in one of these decks, it is in protection. So the meaning of the higher power card, the essential meaning is conscious contact with a higher power the presence of the divine, seeing source energy in all things, committing to a partnership with spirit. And the protection message says, now is the time to examine what you are giving energy and attention to in the back of your mind. If you're obsessing about being right, about old resentments or failed expectations, about money or about any other people, places or things, these will be the source from which you create. But you want spirit to be your source. Take heart for your higher power will never desert you and is always waiting for you to remember the sacred partnership you share. Turn away from other sources of power that don't serve your highest good. There is no greater source than spirit. You can always surrender your troubles and trust that they will be taken care of. You are in good hands. Woohoo! Luck those two cards, exchanging gifts and higher power. Upside down. There we go. All right, guys. Back to the drawing board for me. And I wish you all a happy weekend. I will see you Monday morning. And take care. Bye for now.